Bishop Matthew Adiaminta is an apostle of great faith. God has used him to raise nine people from the dead and perform several miracles, including incredible healings of cancer, HIV AIDS, kidney failures, and many more. He is a healing evangelist, church planter, great teacher, and a mighty prophet who speaks to the nations. He is also an author of many books. In Faith to Faith Hour, he reveals divine secrets and truth. Stay tuned and be blessed. You can be changed in the atmosphere of faith. Miracles take place in the Amen. Everybody turn to someone and say, the power of obedience to God. Amen. We live in a world that so many things are going on. In today's world, we have people who can say, I'm a man, but I want to become a woman. Amen. God created me man, but I have decided I want to become a woman. How many of you know that is going on? They call it transgender. That means you can change. We also have those who are women. God created them. Women. They were born women. But they believe that they can become a man. They can change. And, and, and they will change. They go to hospital. They have a process that they take you through it. They do some surgery, change here, give you rest, and then um, they create your private part. And they change. Amen. And the men also. Men with, with they have sexual organs, but they take some tablet and it will melt. Amen. I'm talking about the power of obedience to God. We live in a, a world that a man say I will not marry a woman. I want to marry a man. With all those beautiful women around, I don't like any of them. I want to marry a man. And they will tell you that it's my own right. In the same way, we have women who also will say, I want to marry a woman. Amen. You see, your point of view 
cannot change the word of God. Your feelings even cannot change the word of God. How you think cannot change the word of God. God will still be God even if you don't believe in him. He's still God. For the fact that somebody will come out and say, I don't believe in God, it will not make any difference. God will still be God. So sometimes you hear somebody who make somebody call him himself or herself a celebrity. So what? You are celebrating and so what? What are you celebrating? Some of them are celebrating foolishness. Ignorance. And they call themselves celebrating. Amen. Years ago, we had a man called Michael Jackson. I was in Germany when Michael Jackson came to Germany. And Come and see. People will collapse. Yes. They will just see him. They will scream out and just collapse. And the police had a tough time. Just seeing Michael Jackson. Today, where is Michael Jackson? Amen. So your point of view. Oh, there's no God. Somebody can say it loud. There is no God. But you have not changed anything. You not change anything. When you say there's no God. The heavens are still there. The sun is still there. The moon is still shining. If you say there's no God, then we saw the moon falling. I think then we believe, oh, it's true. And so, your point of view, sometimes even your point of view about church, your point of view about the word of God, it doesn't change anything. It will not change the word of God. The Bible says, forever, O oh God, your word is settled in heaven. And so, word will change we will hear strange things. I was reading some few weeks ago. A man also is going to court in the United States that he wants to change his age. He said, if people can change the agenda, then he also wants to change his age. 
So he's going to Supreme Court. He is about 70 years. And he said, you want to change it? Maybe he can be 16 or he can be. And I think he just wants to make a point. Amen. Yeah, because what is going on? And if you are a believer, sometimes it, that some of these things, they can make you behave like you are stupid. Oh, then what am I believing? And one thing I want you to know is that the, no matter how powerful the person is, he may be a politician. He can say nonsense. It doesn't change the word of God. It doesn't change the views of God. And it will not change God. I hear people say, oh, I don't believe in tithe. Yes, you don't believe in tithe. There are people who don't believe in tithe. But it has not changed the word of God. Number one, obedience to God. Obedience to God will bring to you irrevocable blessings. Everybody say irrevocable. The word irrevocable simply means something that nothing can change it. A sworn blessings. Obedience. Just obeying God. Not the semantics, not the argument. Just obeying God. It will bring irrevocable blessings. How many of you want irrevocable blessings? A kind of blessings that it comes and it continues from generation to generation. You will enjoy it. Your children will enjoy it. Your family will enjoy it. People who come close to you also will enjoy it. Come on, receive it in the name of Jesus. Just obedient to God. Genesis 22. We're reading from 15. And the angel of the Lord called unto Abraham out of heaven the second time and said, By myself have I sworn, said the Lord, for because thou hast done this thing and hast not withheld thy son, Thy only son. Thy in blessing. I will bless thee. And in multiplying. I will multiply. Thy seed. At the stars of the heaven. And as the sun. Which is upon the seashore. And thy seed. 
shall possess the gate of his enemies. May your seed possess the gate of your enemies. I say, may your seed. You see, this when you talk of irrevocable blessings, it's not just one package. God Himself, there's some blessings that come from individuals. God can command individuals to bless you. Yes, that one came from God. But there are kind of blessings. It is God himself. He said, by myself. I'll bless you. By myself, I will bless you. And he said, and I will multiply. So, after the blessings, the blessings become multiplied. May God multiply your blessings. I say, may God multiply your blessings. Hallelujah. And then, he said, or your seed shall possess the gates of your enemies. That means your children will be blessed, multiply, to extend that they will capture every blessings of your enemies. Those who hate you. Amen. Until today, this blessing God swung to Abraham is still working for Israel. That blessing is still working. It's still working for them. It's still working for them. Hallelujah. That a small nation like Israel and, and you can't touch them. They are surrounded by Arabs who hate them. I say they cannot touch them. And they are prospering. When we went to Israel, we were told that for five years it has never rained. Hey! Just imagine Ghana, five years. Even if one year there is no rain in Ghana, what will happen? But when there five years it had never rained. But when we're traveling, you see mangoes short as this, full of fruit. Hey, there's a place. Hey! You see the blessings of This is the kind of blessings it comes by obedience. God spoke to him. He said, you're only the man who waited hundred years to have one child.
God of miracles, signs and wonders, by stretching out your hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. This book contains mind-blowing and incredible testimonies, healings, miracles, signs and wonders done in the glorious name of Jesus Christ through the ministry of Bishop Adiaminsa. He reveals the step-to-step -step approach about how to grow in the Word of God, the levels of anointing of the Holy Spirit, and the power of faith to have miracles, signs and wonders in your life and ministry through the simplicity of preaching the Gospel. God of miracles, signs and wonders is a must-read. Grab your copy now. Supernatural Faith to Raise the Dead And Jesus said, As you go, preach, saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons. In this book, Bishop Adiaminsah, whom God has used to raise nine people from the dead, shares his experiences and that of other men of God, like Archbishop Benson Idahosa. Bishop Adiaminsa challenges young ministers how they can receive faith and the anointing to raise the dead and the dying. Supernatural faith to raise the dead is a mastery. Grab a copy now. become a lot. You normally enjoy children when they, they, they start talking, they start walking and, and then they are running around. That's where you can really enjoy them. Normally when they become teenagers, you don't enjoy them. Amen. So one day God spoke to him, take this child into a mountain. Go and sacrifice him. Amen. If I were Abraham, I would pretend I didn't hear the voice of God. Maybe some demons I will bind in the name of Jesus. You enemy speaking to my mind. Abraham obey. Three day journey. He carried it. I mean, he went to the last three-day journey. When they got to a place, he told those with them, stay here. I and the Lord, we're going to the mountains and offer sacrifice and come back. That's a word of faith. Amen. Then, Isaac asked the father, my father, I've seen water, fire. Where is the lamb? Where is the sacrificial 
land. You know God has spoken to you. Go and kill this your son. And that son is asking you this question. How will you feel? Obana and Yami said, I know about for real no other and one who will say, the who jack, the who's you, Grandma and I had the baby for real. Why? How will you feel emotional? Amen. He got there, he was prepared, he did everything, and God spoke, say, Hey, Abraham. Simple obedience. Sometimes God speaks to you, and, and some of us we're trying to find some excuses. Simple obedience to God. Bring a soul to church, and I'll bless you. Some of us find it very difficult. Will come to church alone. He that wins souls is wise. We hear it all the time, but it's for some people. Maybe it's for evangelism team, not us. Obedience. Some of you don't know. Just obeying God. It can change the whole of your destiny. Obedience to God. One day, I have a friend who walked to me, was in Church of Pentecost. He was a teacher. He was an elder and a teacher. And the government gave him scholarship. With him, without scholarship, and take him, um, the wife, and the children to Canada for four years. When he got the letter from the government and he was celebrating, his church also wrote him a letter. Three days, you've been called into the ministry. We are going to take you to there's a, a town at uh, Samanke's area there. That place, there was no light. No running water. Amen. See, when you are serving God, you need to serve him in the spirit. So he showed it to some friends. Oh, Charlie, 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 this one. Ah, Charlie. Some of his colleagues who wanted that opportunity. Said, ah, we, we didn't get it. You have gotten this. What will a church do to you? You go into a village, no water, no electricity. Ah, telling. Amen. He prayed over it. He was so confused. And he came to see me. 
early morning, he came to my house, showed me the two letters. And I asked him a question. The government and God, who can pay you better? He said, God. Do you believe what you are saying? Yes, God. Obey God. He wrote a letter to the school that he's sorry. He can't take it. And some of his friends, ah, what is wrong with you? Even within the church, some of were telling the wife, ah, ah this one there, you better advise your husband well. He was sent to Mipom. 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 Amen. And he was there for, I think, three years. Either two years or three years. And he was transferred to another place. Straight to Canada. I met him on a trip one day. He was coming from Canada. And we sat down and he said, Thank God you gave me a wise counsel. Obedient to God. Sometimes, when you obey God, it looks like something is being taken away from you. And listen, that's what God told Abraham. He said, because you have done this, it was simple obedience. It's not about what the king said. It's not about what the politician said. It's not about what about uh, the friend said? What God said. Put your hands together for the Lord. Number two. Obedience to the voice of God will make you a peculiar treasure. Everybody say peculiar treasure. One who says something is peculiar, it simply means something that is weird, strange. You see, the whole world, people looked at Jews as strange people. They start business and they start prospering. Everything that they do, they start prospering. So people think there's something weird about them. Something strange. I want you to know, when you become a strange person, you know, by obeying God, God can make things happen around you and look so strange. Look so strange. 
my wife and I, when we were in Nigeria, were transferred to one part of Benin City. It's called Aduawa Cortez. And when we went to Aduawa Cortez, it was a time there were some robberies around the place. But I obeyed. The pastor pastoring the church just left without even telling the senior pastor. He just left. Just were left with few people. He left. And I was asked to go and take over the church. The very month that I was transferred to the place, some robbery was going on. You know, some was going on around the place. People were being shot here and there. So, um, Reverend Maria called me and said, No, mighty, the things that is happening in the place is not safe. So, I want to withdraw you from the place. I said, No, I'll be there. We stayed there. Amen. And I remember he said, that time I was there with my wife, just married, said, I don't want anything to happen to Yahoo. I said, no. Rev, we'll be there. Nothing will happen. Then some strange things that then happened because, you see, obedience to God commands the peculiar blessings. The tenants in the house, our co-tenants started saying that they've been seeing two policemen armed policemen stationed at our door guiding. So, it became a rumor and they reported to the landlord. Pastor Matthew has brought some armed police to the house. And you know, you can't do that without informing the landlord. So one day, the landlord's wife saw them. And she approached them. So we are here as a personality. So he told her, husband. So the landlord invited me. Personality, how can you bring policemen to your house uh, to come and guide you? And me, the landlord, would not tell me. I said, no, I'm not invited. He said, no, no, no. Pastor Matthew, speak the truth and shame the devil. Then one day we were going for morning devotion. My wife. We waked up early morning and we saw two policemen walking. So we tried, the officer, officer, we tried to catch up with them, but they were selfish. Then knew that they are angels. Amen.
Audacity of Faith is another faith blockbuster book from the Apostle of Faith, Bishop Matthew Adamance's stable. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violence take it by force. Matthew 11:12. Bishop Adamance reviews faith is a supernatural force higher than the natural force. Faith breaks protocol with check. Faith suspends natural law with immunity and provides exemptions. The book is full of super sensational testimonies of miracles, signs and wonders done through impunity, indemnity and immunity, audacity of faith. Grab your copy now. God of Miracles, Signs and Wonders By stretching out your hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. This book contains mind-blowing and incredible testimonies, healings, miracles, signs and wonders done in the glorious name of Jesus Christ through the ministry of Bishop Adiaminter. He reveals the step-to-step -step approach about how to grow in the word of God the levels of anointing of the Holy Spirit and the power of faith to have miracles, signs and wonders in your life and ministry through the simplicity of preaching the gospel. God of miracles, signs and wonders is a must read. Grab your copy now. Exodus 19:5. Now, therefore, if he will obey my voice indeed, now look at the adjective there, indeed, indeed, and keep my covenant, then he shall be a peculiar treasure unto me above all people for all the earth. Is mine. God is saying, All oh, the earth is mine. So, what am I? That means He can do something. Just being obedient. Listen to me. We have obedience to the word of God. And this one is what? Obedient to the voice of the two are not the same. The first one is what is written in the actual our Bible. Ena niyaminso kenguasu. And if you are a child of God, you have the Spirit of God, so God can communicate with you. Sometimes you wake up in the morning and you hear the voice of God. Don't step out. Amen. And that is why you need to pray all the time. It could be sometimes 
a very um, it could be a celebration or it could be an event that you need to be there but God can say don't go through his voice God can speak to you don't go One day, I was coming from Kumasi. And when I'm driving, I like speeding. Amen. Especially when I was very young. I really enjoy I can drive and shout. Ah, then I'll take my legs, put it on the wheel where the road is straight. And be screaming. I, I love doing crazy stuff. Amen. But when I was about to set up, in my spirit, the Spirit of God said, Wait. Wait. You see, something God can speak to you through your inner spirit. Wait. I was set. But when I was getting close to the car, then I hear, wait. Then I had to move the car when it's three o'clock. I just have to obey. Amen. And I did it, and God brought me safely home. The voice of God. Sometimes God can speak to you. Take this offering. Go and give to this person. Amen. How many of you have had that experience? God speaking to your heart. That do this. With the voice of God. So we need to uh, differentiate between the two. The word of God. That means the written word. What God is saying and the voice of God. What God is saying to you. Years ago, a man came uh, to my house with a car that I should dedicate the car. I prayed over the car and when he was about to sit in the car, I called him. I said, God is saying, this car is mine. I'm keeping it here for you. This is what I said. And he, the person said, oh, yes. So, he gave the car to me. But you know what? And God spoke to me. Don't use this car. Keep it in the garage. So, I kept the car in the garage. I kept after I think two years this person went into some challenges went through some challenges one day he came to me I prayed for him when he was going I called him I said no and God said this is the time so I gave the car back to him. 
And he said, oh, I said, no. I only kept it in here. You know, later he came to tell me, he said, look, if you are giving this card to me, when the challenges started, I would have sold it. The voice of God makes you a peculiar. When you, you know, when you should learn to listen to the voice of God. It comes through reading the Bible in the morning, praying, and having quiet time. God can speak to you about your surroundings. He can speak to you about things that are about to happen. The voice of God makes you a peculiar. Strange things. I went to U.S., 2014 without a visa. It's just hearing the voice of God. I didn't have a visa. And I went and got diplomatic visa. Amen. So the voice of God. I read a book about a man, how God, a very poor man, how God made him rich. The man heard the voice of God that he should go and sow a seed to a man of God, a certain ministry. So he went there and sowed the seed. And, and the pastor prayed a certain prayer for him. When he was leaving, the pastor showed him, you see this land? At that time, the land was very bad. The land was very bad. Nobody wanted that land. So the man obeyed the pastor. But the pastor told him, don't say you should buy this land. So he obeyed and he bought it. Bought it very cheap. About $30,000. Then within six months, a company moved to that place. And they said they want a land like that position. They searched, ah, then they found out he was the owner. So they came and offered so 100,000. He bought it 30, 100,000. So he went back and told the pastor, hey, that land, 100,000. The people, the pastor said, don't give it to them. So you went back, you told them, I'm sorry. Then they offered 150,000. He said, don't give it to them. They offered 300,000. At 300,000, now 
as a businessman, he, he really wanted it. He said, no. Tell them that I'm not selling. So, the people went back and they came. When they came, they said, you want to make an offer you cannot refuse. Three million dollars. He said, now you're talking. He bought it. Three thirty thousand. So when you take thirty thousand from three million dollars, that is how God, you know, listen to the voice of God. That's how God can do. supernatural faith to raise the dead and jesus said as you go preach saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand heal the sick cleanse the lepers raise the dead cast out demons in this book bishop adamansa whom god has used to raise nine people from the dead shares his experiences and that of other men of god like archbishop benson idahosa Bishop Adiminsa challenges young ministers how they can receive faith and the anointing to raise the dead and the dying. Supernatural faith to raise the dead is a mastery. Grab a copy now. Audacity of Faith is another faith blockbuster book from the Apostle of Faith, Bishop Matthew Adiminsa's stable. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violence take it by force. Matthew 11 12. Bishop Adiminsa reviews faith is a supernatural force higher than the natural force. Faith breaks protocol with check. Faith suspends natural law with immunity and provides exemptions. The book is full of super sensational testimonies of miracles, signs and wonders done through impunity, indemnity and immunity, audacity of faith. Grab your copy now. You become a peculiar, strange treasure to God. Strange treasure to God. I was in Bible school. I didn't know anybody in Nigeria. But when I went to Nigeria, I went to school, all of them, I didn't know.
And when I was going, my mother gave me $200. One day, the Archbishop preached a message. And, and when Archbishop is preaching here, you think you can carry this burden? The fate of that man. Then he asked that you should sow a seed. And I remember the message was from zero to four. Hey! So I gave. I gave hundred dollars. The following Sunday, he preached another message. And I was left with hundred dollars. And, and, and it was 2020. He preached the message. And I went forward. And gave. Then it was left with $20. And that $20, I put it under my bed and made sure that nothing will move me. Amen. Then Papa preached another message. And that one I said, I won't move. Nothing will move me. This one, nothing will move me. And Papa preached. He called people to come forward to sow seed. And this is my 20. This is the last one. I ran, you know, from our hostel to the church. I just ran out. Brought a man. And the devil said, now you see your level. Amen. That night when I slept, I saw a very old man. Who came to me, very tall old man, in the dream. And he said, mind you, I have told you. There is a man who is going to supply all your needs. He is the tallest, when you go to church next Sunday, he is the tallest man. Look for him. I wake up. The tallest man. The tallest man. So when we went to church the following day, you see, I'm talking about hearing the voice of God. Hearing the voice of God. So, when I went to church the following Sunday, when we were worshiping, I would look around. Oh, yeah, he's the tallest man. Then I'll see somebody taller. I'll see another one taller. Amen. And I was confused. So I focus on the service. After the service, 
You know, normally, we, when we close, we do greetings. And I saw the tallest man was a half-caste man. So I walked to him and said, Sir, I'm mighty. So I'm Mike. Mike Ebo. I'm an engineer. So we had a shop. And when I was about to go, he said, Can I take you to um, home next weekend so that you spend the weekend with us? So that'll be fine. Amen. I have never met this man in my life. So the, the weekend I was there and some of my Ghanaian friends came. Hey my you. There is a Beautiful woman with a Porsche car waiting for you. He wants to see you. I dressed up, went downstairs, and it was the wife of the man called Mary. So he came. He said, Are you mighty? Yes, mighty. Oh, my husband said, I should bring you home. Go and pack your things. And then I went up, packed some few things. And when I was going, you know, hey, where did you know this woman? Oh, you people, you don't know. It's by the Spirit. This woman drove me to a Safeway, a supermarket. And he said, Mind you, anything you need, pick it, I will pay. Hey, I pick, he pays some fruit. He said, Mind you, is that all? No, he went around. He picked a suit. Would this fit you? I'll just nod my head. You picked it? I'll nod my head. Altogether, that time, he spent about 700 Nara. And Nara at that time was. Was it four to Nara or two to Nara? That time. Amen. One Nara was about four dollars. Went home, they prepared a food, introduced me to his children. This is Uncle Matthew. He's our guest here. All of them came around. We are going, and, and there was uh, set the table. So I'm the guest. And they spoiled me. From that time, he said, Mighty, this is your home. Anything you need, come. The voice of Obedient to God's voice. Amen. And God used them everything. Buying tickets for us. Somebody we've never 
never met. It is only through what? The voice of God. And also obedience. The man of God was preaching. We were telling zero to your full hour. You read some of my book. I put this testimony there. What preaching is saying from zero to four. Amen. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord. Amen. We are talking about the power of obedience to God. And number one, obedience to what? The word of God. Obedience, we must obey the word of God. You know what people say? People may dispute the word. I do not change God's position. It will not. You see, God is not going to bless you because of your status. It's not because you are a pastor. It's not because you are this. But just obey his voice. Just obeying his voice. Obeying his word. And number two, obedience to the voice of God will make you a peculiar treasure. A peculiar treasure. The voice, the difference between the word of God and the voice of God. Now, number three, obedience and service to God command supernatural blessings. Obedience and service to God command supernatural blessings or supernatural prosperity. If you want to prosper, it takes obedience and service to God. That's one thing to obey the word of God. You are born again. I become a believer. I pay my tithe. I do this. And I come to church. But that's one thing also to serve the Lord. That's not said. My dear, dear, dear. to to sudu. A jai bonnie. Me ye way, me ye way. And as you say, the two are different. Hallelujah. Turn with me to Job 36, verses 11 to 12. If they obey and serve him, if they obey, so you can obey, but you are not seven. You are just a church goer. You do everything. Oh, you give offering, you do this. You are obeying God. You are born again. But you don't care about the work of God. 
You don't care about planting churches. You don't care about how we send missionaries. How we send pastors. We are starting a church at Niger. Amen. And I'm inviting a pastor from Niger. This place. Amen. You need to be there. So, obeying and what? Say. The two are different. Some of us who obey, we don't care about the services. How the work of God will go on. That is not our concern. Hallelujah. If they obey and serve him, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasures. Verse 12. But if they obey not, they shall perish by the sword. And they shall die without knowledge. Amen. So, obedience and service to God. Command supernatural prosperity. As you work for God. As you labor for him. As you lay your life for him. As you bring souls. As you think about the harvest. God also will think about you. They obey and serve him. Put your hands together for Deuteronomy 11, 27 to 28. A blessing if he obey the commandment of the Lord your God, which I command you this day. A curse if he will not obey the commandments of the Lord your God, but turn aside out of the way which I command you this day to go after other gods which he have not known. Obedience commands the blessings. Number four, obedience to God will make your enemies God's enemy. When you obey God, your enemies will become God's enemy. So me, when somebody is fighting me, when somebody is insulting me, when somebody is, once I'm obeying God and serving God, you are fighting with God. Amen. You are fighting with God. You are fighting with God. Turn with me to Exodus 
Beware of him and obey his voice. Provoke him not, for he will not pardon your transgressions. For my name is in him. But if thou shalt indeed obey his voice and do all that I speak, then I will be an enemy unto thy enemies, an adversary unto thy adversary. When you obey God and you serve God, let people stand against you. God will fight them. Let people despise you. God will despise them. Let people look down upon you. God will look down upon them. Because they are fighting a greater force. Even though they think it's you. But God comes and he takes cover. Hallelujah. And that's the beauty. Because God needs to motivate you. That once you are obeying me. Once you are serving me. I have to fight for you. And the Lord will fight for you. Hallelujah. My wife and I were in a, a certain village which were transferred in Nigeria and a boy and a girl were fighting and so my wife tried to separate them and then the boy uh, got upset and started insulting so we came around and he wanted to fight my wife so I came around and then the sister of the boy in fact the boy himself trying to pick my wife I pointed to that I said that leg you will never straighten it up Amen and then the sister started when we were going he was hooting at us and he was saying um, we are thieves we are not preachers. We are thieves. We come there to steal from the people. And he was clapping his hands and hooting. And he followed us for quite a while. I turned and I said, you, I return your hooting to you hundred times. Some few days. We're in a house and then we heard noise. A mob shouting, hey, hey. So some of the young girls who were staying with us came running. Pastor, pastor, come and see. The girl where he, he, he insults you. The girl where they curse you. Hey, they catch him all. He goes still yam in somebody's farm. And they caught him. And they naked him. Then they bring him. He was naked. And they were following him more. You know, they'll, they'll follow you and take you to police station. That was the tradition in the place. And apart from that, if I even stepped out and told them that please allow her to cover herself, it's no good. 
that a woman naked, please help her to cover herself. And I remember before I left, one day, this boy who tried to kick my wife left. The parents and all of them, they saw the boy. Okay. When the boy came, this, this was how he was walking. And they came pleading that uh, since the boy did that, he's not able to straighten the legs. They've heard that I'm going to Ghana. So they've come to plead. Amen. And I prayed for him. The boy was crying. He was just crying. I prayed for him and asked him to go. I think a few days time they came, they said, oh, the Lord has restored the legs. Amen. So, we have something if we can only obey God. You know, sometimes when people are insulting you, you don't, you don't, you don't mind them. But they don't know what they, have, they are dealing with. God says, if you will serve me and obey my voice, your enemies will become my enemies. I'll fight them. I'll fight them. And God will fight your enemies. I said, God will fight your enemies. God will fight your enemies. Amen. One day, there was one guy he used to be in this church he insulted me and then left the church I think after about five years later he came with the auntie and the auntie was saying that since he did that I think he, he had some mental talent but yeah, I said, well, me I didn't pray against him I never said anything. All that I have to do is to pray for you. The auntie was crying. He said, ever since he did that, he started speaking out of the man. So, if you serve God, your enemies will become God's enemies. May God take care of your enemies. I said, may God take care of your enemies. Put your hands together for the Lord. They will plot and God will scatter it. There are some testimonies, they are too sensitive. Lord, I want you to know there is power in obedience to God. There's power. Don't be frustrated. Just obey God's word. Obey the voice of God. God can speak to you. Obey his voice. And God will take care of us. What people say about God shouldn't bother you. Oh, there's no God. That shouldn't be your problem. Let 
it be their own problem. Those who don't believe in God. Those who don't believe in tithe. Say, oh, I don't believe in tithe. Leave them. If they don't believe in tithe, leave them. It will not change God. That will not move God from heaven. Because you say you don't believe in him. Because you say you don't believe in time. Because you say, I don't believe in being born again. There are there somebody send me a post. Someone who he doesn't believe in anything in born again. And someone that I don't even believe in heaven. You hear all these things. Amen. One thing that I know. Look. Being born again to me, it has helped me. It has changed my life. I've been blessed because I became born again. I've been blessed. Just becoming born again. So if somebody says, I don't believe in born again. I don't care. One man of God was saying, he said, even if, whether heaven or there's no heaven, this way of life is the best. It's the best. So we need to believe in God and His way. And the Lord will do the rest. Lift up your hands. Precious Father, I want to thank you for your word. That we believe in you. We will obey your voice. We'll obey your word. We'll obey your commandment. By your grace, by your spirit. Bless, O oh God Almighty. Lead us. For no matter what the world will say, you are God. You are the invisible God. Omnipotent God. I am that I am. Bless your holy name, O oh God. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. You are here and you want to give your life to Christ. You've come to God who is able to make all things beautiful in your life. I did this some 30 something years ago and I've never regretted it. Lift up your hands. Pray this prayer with me. Jesus, another me Jimmy descent, who you me back. Me fao se miura, ene me kra achemkwa. Be di hene wamakumemu menkwa nenyina. Amen. Now I'm praying, Lord Jesus, come and live in my heart. I give my life to you. I confess you as my Lord and my Savior. Lord Jesus, write my name in the book of life and I will serve you forever. 
Amen. Those of you watching us from your, the comfort of your home, pray this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I believe you are my Savior. Come and live in my life. Write my name in the book of life and I'll serve you forever. Amen. If you've done that, you see the number on the screen. You can contact us and we'll really counsel you and pray with you. Father, we pray that your word is so powerful. Bless you people. Take out your control. Honor them and write their name in the book of life. Add them to your sins. Every inheritance that belongs to them, that the devil has stolen, take it back in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for watching Faith to Faith R. You're welcome to worship with us, Gospel Light International Church, next to Orion Cinema, Nkrumah Circle, or visit any of our branches near you. Please call us for deliverance, prayer, and counseling. And you may order a copy of this DVD or books by the Bishop. Call 0261-984-098 or any of the numbers on the screen. If the Lord has touched you to financially partner us for this broadcast or scholarship for needy students as well as for rural missions, send your donations to Ecobank account, Gospel Light International Church, account number 0300 944 023 Ring Road Central Branch. We hope to see you. God bless you.